You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com. Today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to another online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. And as you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith, and we're shining a spotlight on another smart and fresh play out there in the market today, and that is Bitmine Immersion Technologies Incorporated. The company's traded on the OTC under the ticker symbol BMNI. R. Bravo, Mike, November Radio, BMNR. Learn more about the company at their website, bitminetech.io. We're lucky enough to be joined by the chairman and CEO of the company, and that's Jonathan Bates. Jonathan, welcome to the show, and thanks for making time for us today. Thank you, Stuart. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, Jonathan. So let's start at the basic building blocks for your company. Tell us about the business model and the markets you operate in. Thank you. Um, so we are a Bitcoin mining company and hosting company. For those who don't know what that is, we run what are called ASIC computers, which are very specialized computers that are specifically set up to engage in the Bitcoin network, support and stabilize the Bitcoin network. And in doing so, they compete for block rewards and are rewarded Bitcoin for stabilizing the network. So we really are a data center play, Stuart. When I say that, we have a very specific form of data center that we offer, and it's called immersion. And uh, it's just what it sounds like. Uh, we immerse the computers in a fluid. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty cool. I suggest you check out our website. We got a little bit of a uh, active picture showing it, but these computers, we remove the fans and we submerge them in this fluid. It's dielectrically neutral so that it is does not create any charge whatsoever. However, it does create a very high performance cooling profile for the computer. And, and in fact, so much so that it allows us to uh, overclock the machines, which just means that we're able to get, we're able to derive a higher amount of output for the same machine because the cooling is so advanced. And that allows us to obtain more Bitcoin per computer and, and frankly, save, save some energy in the process. Well, it's exciting. And we all know that Bitcoin, for better or for worse, has its ups and downs. And boy, when those ups are ups, it's really high. And so this is an exciting marketplace because you're servicing those companies, you're allowing them better and more efficient productivity. And you're right, on your website, right there on the homepage, everybody, bitmindtech.io, high-performance computing-ready environment. That's one of their uh, enterprise-grade solutions now. Obviously, the marketplace that you're servicing has players coming in and out of it. So kind of give us what that landscape looks like for you today. What's the piece of the pie that you're going after? Thank you. Yes. So we were very fortunate relative to a lot of the competitors in the space. You know, some, some delays occurred, but they were fortuitous because it allowed us to avoid a lot of the pitfalls that uh, many mining companies suffered, which was that they took on debt when it was offered to them and they bought high priced computers uh, because they were profitable at the time. They bought them in the future. So they paid now and received them later. And these computers that were running about uh, $10,000 a piece, we've been recently able to buy them for about $2,000 a piece. And in some cases, $1,000 a piece. 
So the world changed a lot. So any company that had a lot of debt and had bought machines to, to roll out essentially had, a, a, in some cases, a negative net worth and uh, had, had their debt called on them. They were unable to pay. The ones that were able to make it almost had to sell every asset they could, including their Bitcoin, just to make the debt payments. And so we didn't have any of that. The only debt our company has is to a fund that uh, for which I'm the control person. And this fund called Innovative Digital Investors is the largest investor in Bitmine. I run Innovative and uh, I also run Bitmine for zero salary. So I'm doing this as a labor of love because uh, of the equity and, and my, my interests are aligned with the shareholders. And that's, I'd say that's one big distinguishing factor here is I'm glad to work for free. I, I wake up early every day and do this for free for 10 hours a day to ensure its success. And uh, our, our niche is, is very, very interesting because to my knowledge, there's not another specifically branded immersion public company. And that's what we are. That is our specialty. This is the future of mining. Um, a lot of bigger companies such as Riot, Blockchain, and others have been touting their newly found expertise in immersion. Our team's been doing it for five years, even though this company is new. That's exciting. And not only is that exciting, but just listening to what you've ponied up to the table, not only with your sweat equity, but as chairman and CEO with your true equity uh, as well. So Jonathan, what brought you here? Tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you into Bitmine Immersion Technologies Incorporated. So really, I spent about 25 years on the sell side and working at various firms, uh, Piper Jaffray, Barclays, Smith Barney uh, and J.P. Morgan, and my last corporate job, I was a managing director of J.P. Morgan Securities, um, and I left to start a fund and uh, start an investment advisory. The fund is called Innovative Digital Investors, and the specialty is working with companies that can do small cap IPOs, private to public, or uplistings from OTC to the NYSC or the NASDAQ or public to uh, TSX or um, the NEO or to the CSE. I've been involved as an investor in every one of those that I just described in some form or fashion. Typically, it's at an advisory role where I would take a long-term stock position in it. And so when China banned mining in May of 2021, I went to my LPs and said, uh, you know, guys, I, I think we ought to take a bigger stake in a company and, and make a bigger play towards this. And, and the original intent was to be hosting because uh, the hosting equipment at that time was a lot less expensive than the mining equipment. That's flip-flop sense. But we took a control block of a company, we rebranded it, uh, we changed the symbol and uh, got the filings completely current. And now we have two 10Ks and we're 144 eligible. And we're in the process of getting the company to the, uh, hopefully uh, very soon, to the QB or QX uh, with the with an eye towards getting in on the NYSE American um, is our is our is our hope and plan. But uh, you know, I put a lot of skin in the game through this. Uh, I've got four million dollars of my funds money into it, and we did a five million dollar Reg D last year at a dollar and a quarter. So um, you got a fair amount of investors in this uh, so far, including me more than anyone. Well, then let's look back a little bit. And I know you've given us quite a bit of the history of the company, but specifically looking on 2022 and early here in 2023, what are some of the milestones you've been excited about your company being able to achieve? I mean, I'd say I'm pretty excited that we had a successful cap raise and not the 
greatest environment, you know. Um, I'd like to say that is because of the management team, the fact that how much skin in the game that we have, we're all working for equity. We're all aligned with the equity holders. I don't, I, I don't succeed unless the, the stock does well uh, and, uh, and the company succeeds. So uh, we were able to do a successful raise. We were able to acquire quite a bit of this data center equipment. A lot of it finished, some of it unfinished. We took about 25 electrical transformers and which will allow us to develop a data center. Those are in storage right now, ready to be deployed. And we, we have quite a bit of, essentially it's dry powder because we can either self-mine or bring in a hosting client and earn a nice fee for doing that. And so that that was a, a good portion of 2022. Um, later in 22, we just bought some miners for our own account because the prices started plummeting and then the lenders had to foreclose on a lot of assets. So, uh, you know, we jumped in and, and took a little bit of that. So, you know, that, that was that was most of 22. So we just started our own self-mining in 22 a little bit. We have a nice, uh, robust inventory of data center equipment now. Going into 23, we're rolling out two sites. We have a fairly large contract in Trinidad with a large company there where we get to co-locate at a lot of the real estate sites. It, it can be up to 100 megawatts, which, you know, I don't have to tell you is pretty significant. We don't necessarily have the capital to build that out now, but it's a it's a great contract because electricity is really uh, relatively cheap there. The other one is we have a site in Pecos, Texas, where our joint we're doing a joint venture with one of our largest investors. We own a, a good good piece of that, as well as we sold some assets into that. So we've got uh, debt and equity in that project and contributed assets as well. So we hope to do site number two with them or on our own. Uh, once that's rolled out. But Trinidad and Pecos, Texas are, are imminent. You know, we expect to, those to be live in the next few weeks. Well, you kind of gave me my next question. Uh, what are some of the operational goals on top of the two that you just mentioned right now? As you go forward into 2023, what would you like to see your company be able to achieve this year? Well, I think so. Uh, really, folks look at Exahash and Petahash and uh, as as sort of uh, goals of hashing rate of a of a company, because we're so specialized, you, we're not going to ha- be able to scale maybe as much as some of the larger air cooled facilities because it's so cutting edge. But if we could get this to, we we have line of sight to 100 petahash, maybe maybe up to 500 petahash based on what we just what we have in in hand right now, and then potential agreements with, I guess, counterparties that we're speaking with. Uh, we all, we have a one agreement with a company called uh, Bit Digital, which is NASDAQ. We have a, le- a letter of intent with them to host for them. Uh, that, that's just one contract. But th- there's a number of other things that we're looking to achieve and, and um, to grow our business and, and maybe even get to an exahash next year. Uh, so an exahash would, would, would put us in line with a lot of the bigger players, however we'd be immersion. And that would be, that's our, that's our sweet spot. And that's what makes us unique. Well, Jonathan, you know, it's exciting times because the way the landscape is right there in the markets today, this, your deal being on the peripheral side of the Bitcoin market, it lines up with a win, win, win. So not just a win, win, but a win, win, win. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, I thank you. And, and, you know, in my opinion, just to start with the macro of it, you know, having been involved in capital markets and trading forever, I look at all the, the interrelations of different aspects. And Bitcoin itself recently, like in the last week or two, has emerged as a hedge against 
systemic banking risk, you know, which is ironic or, or, or at least uh, telling because that's why it was created in the first place. It was a reaction to the to the great financial crisis in 2008 and nine, And it was a new set of, of, uh, of money, a new way to view money. And of course, it was so young back then. No one knew what it was. It isn't young now. And, you know, before during the bull run, it was almost like high beta NASDAQ. And it, it, it was a part of the risk on trade that everyone uh, piled into. But now it's almost like what people would normally consider gold to be, which is a, a, a something people would flock to during a time of, uh, of panic and distrust in banking. And this is even potentially more powerful than the risk on trade because doesn't take a whole lot of, of actual hard dollars to move this price. There's not a lot of free trading Bitcoin out there. So I'm excited that, that you know, if the NASDAQ comes back, that, you know, I think we benefit from that at Bitcoin. I, if, if the banking crisis gets worse, it's a great hedge against the banking crisis. So there's a lot of wins. And then in terms of us being peripheral, we represent a thematic play in the most cutting edge version of Bitcoin mining itself. And right now, outside of the uh, uh, futures for Bitcoin uh, ETFs, it's the miners that are the public market representations. And our play is a peripheral, smaller, potentially ideally more upside uh, way to thematically play Bitcoin and uh, the most cutting edge new form of mining Bitcoin. So if you line us up against the other miners, most of them, our, our market cap's a lot smaller you know, thinner float, such, but uh, but I think we we've got a lot of uh, potential upside there. Exciting times. That's Jonathan Bates, Chairman and CEO of Bitmine Immersion Technologies Incorporated, traded on the OTC under the ticker symbol BMNR. Website once again, bitminetech.io. Jonathan, thank thank you so much for your time and your insights, not only into your company, but the playing field that you operate on. And again, I can't say it any other way. Exciting times, and we've really loved this interview with you. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, for Jonathan Bates, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512 267 2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. 
information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.